In this episode of the Gnostics Lose, we're in the Hermetica, covering books 5 and 6. We're using a newer translation by Brian P. Copenhaver, and in this one we discuss why God isn't seen by most, and how he can be made manifest, and also what most of us consider good may not truly be good. Enjoy! Welcome to Gnostic Deluge. Hey, I'm glad to, I'm glad to be here. It's been like a few months, I think. Right? It's been a few months. It has. I believe it has. It's been. Was it last year? <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was in 2019. Was it? Yeah. Oh, jeez. You sure? No, I'm never. I'm not sure about anything. But I'm never sure about anything. But I. I believe that it's been a few months. So, yeah, as Mark said. Uh, I guess it is welcome, February. Welcome to Gnostic Deluge. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are back into, or actually, yeah, we're, yeah, we're going back, back with the, because uh, we still have two ones that we haven't published, but with the Hermetica. So we're going on to the next three books of the Hermetica. Yeah, these um, ones are common. These three texts that we're com- we're going over. There's different names given to them by the different uh, translators. But the first one is referred to as it's Tutat, mm-hmm. and it's concerning God being invisible and visible. Yeah, or visible and invisible. Uh huh. The second one, which I don't believe we have much to say on, but we might we'll we'll, we'll talk about it, is the good that that God is the, the only good. So this uh, Copenhaver's. Title oh yeah, is, we need to yeah. He, he, he entitled it uh, that the good is in God alone and in nowhere else. Yeah. And then the last one is the greatest evil in mankind is ignorance concerning God. Yeah. And that one's cool. And yeah. it's short. So anyway, we, These are all we, short. we just did three and then, okay, we're going with another translation. So just to, back, just to remind you, we were using George Scott, right? George G- GSR GSR Mead. GSR Mead. George whatever his his full name Meads is. translation Meads translation which was good yeah and it was it was from the late eighteen hundreds early nineteen hundreds was mm-hmm. when he published it he had two different versions and then we decided in the last few months we've picked up a, a this other this newer translation by Brian P Copenhaver yeah. And it's really good. Yeah, and they just because these were really expensive before, and but finally they started republishing them. Okay, because you have to pay like a hundred or some dollars for paperback. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, yeah, we got a good deal. And so they uh, on Amazon they just republished them, and uh, and so I mean it's still for expensive yeah it, it was, was like 40 bucks it was 40 bucks yeah so but it's totally worth it like uh i was just looking on the best translation of the hermetica and somebody said this one yeah and then i listened to it on audio on a youtube thing that somebody had recorded yeah, them it, reading it was and i was like cool like oh man this is really it's a lot clearer it's not kind of in that antiquated 
language. Yeah, that... exactly. That's one of the things I liked about it is that the way that because one of the one of the situations that we have here with these hermetic corp, these texts in the corpus hermeticum at least is that you have this dialogue between usually between two different people. Yeah. And the way that the translator breaks it up sometimes is that in itself is sometimes confusing, but and he kind of like just throws them all together, and but it just he's Copenhaver's good good at saying good at making sure you know who's speaking. Yeah, he didn't stop everything and said and Tat said you know, right? I haven't seen that yet. Oh, so okay, we'll see how we'll see if I'm actually. Accurate. I don't know. And then, but then then like like you're referring to the language. Because this was published, he wrote. He published this in nineteen in nineteen ninety three. Ninety three, you said. Yeah. yeah so so this is very recent, which so is very it's cool. a lot more approachable. A lot yeah. more approachable. If you want to have a good version of the hermet of the corpus hermeticum, to go with through. this. Yeah, this is a good one. I mean, it's not like I said; it's not as cheap as some of the others. You you know you can get, but man, it's it's really got good notes. Yep, the, and the notes are fantastic. A good introduction, because there's so much. Because the, I mean, I don't want to, but the Mead one was 1912, mm-hmm. right? And there's been so much that's been discovered since then. Yeah, it's entire that has changed the whole idea of where the Hermetica came from and stuff. Because anyway, that's right. That's right. I mean, just uh, quick ideas of some of the one of the things in the the that he said in the introduction was that the first recorded phrase uh, name hermes trace trace magistus Magistus. isn't that how we're saying gosh dang it magistus magistus was recorded by whore and on the first of june 7 172 bce so that's the first recorded of the reference of, of that reference name. of that name yeah so it goes i mean and and that was in egypt i think i yeah i think and i have so, another one i'll bring it next episode i have another reference that's pretty early and that, that might be earlier wait what was it one what bc 172 yeah it's pretty early right there and then uh oh one of the things too because i remember when i i first asked you well, what's the what how how is thoth and and uh and hermes linked yeah. Or and Enoch too. Yeah. Uh, and you were kind of but this I mean this job. he does a good job of explaining that. Yeah, well he just says that the Greeks and Romans found corresponding Hellenic matches for Egyptian deities. Yeah. So basically Thoth was Hermes. Same pretty much same as Hermes. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm Hotep, the same as Asclepius. Okay. And then Zeus Amen, Ra. Amen, Ra. Yeah. So you know, you, so that's why that because I'm like, why would you? I mean, so uh, anyway, that was kind of a good clarifying thing is, and so and you know, obviously people can speculate that they all came from the same same uh, uh, original religion. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's common if you if you read any kind of. Uh, and like uh what is it, graham hancock or whatever or if you read any kind of religion <laughs> and and read another one you'll be like wait this is the same story yeah it is and and so 
those that will dismiss it are just kind of like protecting their image. Well, and it, yeah. The the, the 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 cedar tree painting. They're kind of protecting that. That's a, a whole reference to something Brandon was explaining to me, and we're. <laughs> I like how you rolled. I think I like how you almost rolled your eyes when I said cedar tree. Well, no, I'm just like, okay, Brandon, you explain that to me. We're not going to take this episode and explain it. We'll do it in a smorgasbord or something. Yeah, but um, so anyway, uh, so we're getting into the Hermetica, which, um, you know, more into it, and there's some really good books. Like I'm really I'm excited about these ones because yeah, they, they they make some good points. So I last think. time, which was a few months ago, and I'm not going to go over it, but did, uh, one the, the 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 text that I liked the most from last time was the cup or the monad or the mm-hmm. whatever the crater or there's so many different ways that these translators, yeah. but yeah, the cup or the monad, and this one had there's two particular texts that we're going to go over today that I really I thought were on parallel to that on like mm-hmm. how inspiring not I don't know if inspiring is the right word, but enlightening they are and no i think they make i i i think that the point they're trying to make they make you know they if if you want if you want to believe what they're saying they really lay it lay it out well yeah so yeah um okay well let's go into so we're in the copenhaver one it's the fifth yes the fifth fifth book and um and i think it's the fifth in in meads too so, I think yeah, I didn't check, but I, it anyway. probably is. I think they they're pretty consistent. They, they're pretty on. I think that most translators are on the same, uh, same track there on which texts are num- on the numbering of the texts. Okay, so this is a disc a discourse of Hermes to Tat his son that God is invisible and entirely visible. Yeah, it's kind of a cool kind of a cool. You're like well, uh, title. Yeah, but you're kind of like, well, why would you? Who who cares? Oh, I forgot to bring my Dai <laughs> Ching today. Okay. Oh, I got one right there. Oh no, it's the Art of War. Almost the same thing. <laughs> Lao Tzu, Sun Tzu, right? That's right. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I, I think I have it quoted. I think I have. I think I have it. Right. Oh, you have it somewhere. Yeah. Well, okay. So I, I don't know how you want to start this. Oh, the right at the very beginning. Hermes says to his son, little tat, little tat, he says, I'm giving you this discourse lest you go uninitiated in the mysteries of the God who is greater than any name. So this is part of the initiation, I guess. Yeah, to know or to be aware of what? To be aware, like, hey, is that what initiation? Are you saying that's what I think part of the initiation is just to be aware of. Oh, he's going to talk about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying, but but he is, lest you go uninitiated. So I'm saying a lot of people, like, some of the things are common knowledge, but then some of the things are taught, like this teacher to student thing. They're, yeah. they're, you, teach, you teach them certain things to initiate them and to acquaint them with the deeper knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Totally. That's what I'm trying to well, get and, at. And the last... The book before this was the cup or the monad, and the whole basis, the core, my the core in that one, in my opinion, was they were talking about this baptism, but it was more of a baptism of like wisdom or and like it was more, yeah. of, a, it was more of a mind, a mental baptism, mm-hmm. immersing yourself in this wisdom. 
Yeah. Or as far as, yeah, I mean, it could have been an actual right. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it, that, yeah, but, that can, you can take that and spend hours on that one. But yeah. there, at the very it, least, it was a it was this like immersion of wisdom that is required. Because the question before that was that was laid out, especially in the in the in the poimandries, was well, doesn't everybody get mind? Like, so all all men get reason, but doesn't everybody get mind too? And and then they, they he even asked, why doesn't everybody get mind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think that. And that was, this goes into like what needs to happen. These are like the answers to that question though. So if you want those who get, those who want to have mind, this is what they need to do. And the cup of the monad, you need to immerse yourself in the wisdom. Yeah. And, and just to clear, just to clarify or whatever, or, uh, the reason is the, what's the difference between mind and reason? So reason, reason, oh, and the in the Pomandries, yeah, reason. What, what was given to the there's the there's the oh. lower intelligence. Yeah, mind excelled by reason, and then there's the higher intelligences, and they're given they're given reason. Yeah, and, and reason is exactly what we use we define it as today. Okay, just kind of like the ability to kind of like logically put things together and to think and to make your decisions, right? Not on using the animal mind, but yeah, using like a higher level human mind, and but then. Mind is on, on top of that, and that was the whole question that Hermes had to this guide or angel, whoever was giving him his vision in Plumandries, was so why doesn't everybody get mind? And I think at one point the angel even like or whoever it was, God or whoever his the mind the, the shepherd was actually um, kind of like rebuked him like, are you not listening to me? Yeah. Uh, but it's. And so the the set the next so several texts, mind is the higher thinking. Yeah, yeah. The kind actually mind is the thing that frees you. Frees. That's all. That's, that's, that's reason good, is just being able to live in the world and you know. That's a good explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Mind is a higher thing. Mind is more of a liberation from the the bonds and like what was there was this quote from the I think it was from the Poimandries like unless you hate your body first you'll never. You know, yeah. Unless you learn once you until you learn to hate your body, you'll never learn. You'll never move. You'll never move forward. Yeah, I'm just terribly summarizing it. But th- I think this is un- to sum it up. End it here. <laughs> this is kind of like Hermes going. Okay, so now that I've confused you about like what you need to do, here are some things. And he talked about it in a couple of the monad, and here's also some details too. And I thought, and we both dis- disclaimer. Me and my- Mark both enjoyed this one a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm kind of like, where do we even start? Like, uh, gosh, I have so many notes. So, I mean, I'll just like, I'll I'll read a tiny bit. You make a comment when if you have any. If we don't, then we we oh, failed. I got we lots of comments. We failed. So he says. Um, so the the they, point is that he wants to prove that God is invisible and visible. When he's and he's like, hey, so tap like you're gonna you're gonna see that everybody, no one can see God, right? But over time, it's going to become entirely visible to you. Yeah. Well, and... uh, And it was never invisible. It's just that you couldn't see him. Everything everything seen has been been begotten because at some point it came to be seen. But the invisible always is, and because it always is, it does not need to come to be seen. Well... That's confusing. One of the the, uh, things that he puts in the footnotes is that another in another translation 
they use the word instead of invisible and visible, mm-hmm. they use the word apparent and unapparent. Really? Instead of, you know, because invisible to me, whenever they said that, I was like, oh, that makes more sense. Like some things are just apparent. You know, you just see, you're just like, you know, that's a desk, whatever. But the unapparent things like is what goes, what's into the, what goes into the desk, you know, or the atoms that are holding it up, the things that you're not yet seeing. Correct. Yeah, totally. Okay. So I'm saying, so there's things that are just apparent and then there's the deeper things. So it's not necessarily like, like God's like this invisible being, you know, like the space ghost or something, you know, or, or, you know, he's, (laughs) didn't he have a thing? Anyway, uh, like he's not this space ghost. You know, but he, it's, it's, it's that he's, he's not apparent if, unless you're looking for him. Totally. That's the key right there. And just to piggyback on what you're referring to a different translation, Scott, Walter Scott's actually uses the word manifest. Oh, so yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, uh, for, if you grasp it, which that, which seems to be many which seems to many to be hidden will become most manifest to you for all that is manifest has been brought into being for it is for it had been manifested okay so manifest you apparent you know yeah yeah, yeah 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 as i'm saying sometimes if like i think that that really changed because i was like i would you know for some reason invisibility to me like seems like a ridiculous concept with our with our like <laughs> with our uh comic con culture Invisible mean you know with our mm-hmm. with our fiction that we have today. Mm-hmm. Invisible means something to, different to us. Invisible is like a superpower. Yeah, and yeah, that's why it kind of whenever they changed it, it was like, oh, that makes more sense. Um, by the and, way, by the way, we're using we didn't do like a uh, we're we're drinking this good old good old like dependable Goslings t- today. Yep. See, I wrote, what seems invisible to a crowd will be visible to you. And then, um, so, oh gosh, invisible. Let's see. In in verse two, because he's trying to make a point here. Um, my note says God, he kind of starts laying out what God is. He's invisible unbegotten unimagined is seen through or in presenting images of all things anyway i don't know what exactly you don't know so so listen to this you then tap my child pray first to the lord the father the only who is not one but from one the one comes ask him the grace to enable you to understand so great a god to permit even one ray of his to illuminate your thinking. Only understanding because it, too, is invisible. See the invisible, and if you have the strength, Tat, your mind will, your mind's eye will see it. For the Lord, who is ungrudging, is seen through the entire cosmos. Can you see understanding and hold it in your hands? Question mark. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. I like, I, that's actually one of my favorite things is that. Yeah. Like, like you can under yeah you yeah you hold. can't hold understanding in your hands it's invisible exactly that was one of the things that really hit it that's when the that's when the whole uh, analogy to invisible and an, an invisible or manifest and unmanifest 
kind of clicks for me is when he gives oh, us an example. Thanks, yeah. yeah, it's like, hey, can you hold wisdom? Or can or you hold knowledge? Understanding. understanding? Yeah. Yeah. You, no. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Can part. you have a vision of the image of God? Question mark. If what is in you is also invisible to you, how will God reveal his inner self to you through the eyes? So he, he wait, wait, that line, that yeah. laughs. Okay. You, you, Mark's on it. You see him? Mark. Uh-huh. Zoom, zoom in on Mark. He's on. He's on it. Says, what if what is in you, if your own understanding is invisible, yeah, you can't you? see it, you can't hold it in your hand. What's in you? So don't make this ridiculous argument. Yeah, that I was just making about the invisible. Your your even understanding is invisible. You can't hold it. You can't. So guess what? So is God. Yeah. Then, like, I don't know why that it's works. One plus it's one if it's the easy math. Just don't, what yeah. is in you is also invisible to you. How will God reveal his inner self to you through the eyes? Don't look with your you can't find him with your eyes. The way that you can find him through your eyes is in verse three. And this is this is where I really like the point that he's making because this this goes to uh Kind of that, um, remember the Age of Reason that we were talking yeah. about a while ago? Yeah. The book by what's his, fa- what's his name, uh, Thomas Paine? Yeah, where like basically to know God, you look to the you, yeah, it's all around you. You look at nature, that's how you find God, and that's that's the point that Hermes makes. So, so he's saying. Um, okay, well, let's just go on with it. Yes. He said he says that better than we can probably say it. You want, want me to try and see what he says? If, if verse three, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we can in Copenhagen's translation. If you want to see God, consider the sun, consider the circuit of the moon, consider the order of the stars. Who keeps this order? For every order is bounded in number and in place. The sun, the greatest god in those of those in heaven, to whom all heavenly gods submit. As to a king and ruler, this sun is so very great, larger than earth and sea, allows stars smaller than him to circle above him. Okay. So yeah, I guess we can paraphrase the rest of it. Yeah. So it's like, hey, look at the cosmos. Look at look at that. Yeah. I, I what I wrote is consider the sun, the circuit of the moon, the order of the stars. Who keeps that order? Like consider the mechanics. Yeah. Like how like all this stuff. This is it's a very precise system. Think about the flamer- the, the flamerian engraving that we have on our that we looked at before, right? Yeah. Do you have it available? Yeah. The flamerian well, engraving. Well, okay, but you know, if you're listening, Mark's like Mark's like, hey. So if you're listening, the flamerian engraving is this like cool picture we found. Yeah. And, <laughs> and basically, it's showing like this Oops. picture of like Hermes or a shepherd. And he's like peeking through this uh, the this boundary. Flat earthers will love this. Yeah, flat earthers. This is all about flat earthers. Yeah, <laughs> he's peeking through this spherical boundary, and on the and on the other side, he sees these like gears and wheels and like and, these yeah. mechanical workings. And he's peeking through the the what is that called? The harmony. The harmony. That was a translation oh, that Mead yeah. gave it, but that's, I don't know if he, I don't know if but yeah. He's like peeking through, and he's like seeing, he's seeing these things. The, yeah, how it's working, but so, but he, he, I think he makes a good point. I mean, I know it, 
you know, especially that whenever you look at that picture, it's kind of like a little like these old gears and stuff, you yeah, know, yeah. like you're like, okay, but it, it, I, this makes a good point. Like, okay, you want to see God look at how, how the, the cosmos is moving and working. And then he, he yeah, even goes he reference Ursa minor in the next verse. Yeah. I was like, Oh, the brand's going to like yeah. this. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah. You know, who owns this this instrument, this bear, the one that turns around itself and carries the whole cosmos with it? Yeah. Now, obviously, this cool. is from the point of view from the from Earth. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, you're seeing, you know, we're seeing it rotate, but the the cosmos is moving. Yeah, and they've seen, and they all the, you know, the common knowledge at least back then thousands of years ago was like they go hey everything up there moves in this like perfect like in this perfect uh cyclical order but and it's all and there's like the axis right there right the bears in the middle it's always in the middle yeah. like so who owns that instrument like who who's the one making this happen yeah why cool. is it that it can yeah that we can depend on it and it's going to do certain things you know that i mean <sighs> who sets limits to the sea now he's talking about the the earth who settled the earth in place and then he says there is someone tat who is the maker and master of all without someone to make them neither place nor number nor measure could have been maintained everything that is in order has been made so is his 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 obviously his argument is Things just don't, if especially things in order, you know. There's the the it just doesn't just happen that way. Sure. And you know, I mean, obviously, if you're an evolutionary person or whatever. One of the things that I think about in this imagery is I don't really have this situation myself, but I know of, of others that have had this. Is when somebody let, let's let me give you this like little if if sometimes we are curious to know people like let's say like a grandfather or grandmother we're curious to know them or to know about a little bit more about who who they are okay. but we don't have a chance because they're you know dead. they're they're past they're passed on right okay. they're dead yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're passed on and so what people do what i've noticed is they will like take the they'll put a lot of They'll put they'll, they'll highly venerate and respect. Let's say your grandfather uh, crafted this rocking chair. That will become something that the family like puts a lot of uh, emphasis on, like as in value, right? It'll be okay. like a family heirloom. And yeah. The thing is, okay. is like the people if if upon inspecting that rocking chair and spending time sitting in it and kind of observing the craftsmanship of that rocking chair. Sometimes people can kind of feel like they can, they're they've they they're getting to know grandfather a little more, because they kind of like like I wonder why he made this etching here or what was this reasoning for doing this kind or of grandpa joint? messed up here yeah or this is where grandpa messed up you know mm -hmm. but like and so sometimes we look at like the things on the outside of us and for myself at least and I like this this is my more of an eastern this is an eastern perspective too of just watching like the world around us the, the watching a stream and how and how consistent it is but yet chaotic it is at the same time and kind of just spending time 
And I think we can kind of get to know. And so I think in my opinion, you know, uh, Hermes is like, hey, Tat, you can see God. You can see the unnameable or the un- the invisible if you kind of observe his craftsmanship. Yeah, well, it's saying in the apparent things, he's every- he's everywhere. The yeah, he's you because the apparent things are working in a system and working. The the in in apparent is manifest. I th- like you. Yeah, you can see God. And the apparent things, if you look, if you're like, wait a second, why is it that whenever this happens, you know, or that then all of a sudden you can start seeing the thing that is in the background? Sure. Yeah. You you just, it's about like um, focusing and wanting. I think he even uses the word when you want to see it, you will. Right. And then in verse five, there's some little oh, some yeah. poetic. Uh, I like this. I put Mark likes it. He's gonna quote. He's gonna read. Oh it. well, I put, I I put the flight of Icarus. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we should have that Iron Maiden song here. Oh, that'd be perfect. Fly. Anyway, <laughs> but he he has this. So he's talking about how awesome the cosmos is and and everything and the earth and yeah. And then he's like, "Would that you could grow wings and fly up into the air." Fly like an eagle. Fly like <laughs> no, he didn't say that. But fly up into the air, lifted between earth and heaven to see the solid earth, the fluid sea, the streaming rivers, the pliant air, the piercing fire, the coursing stars. Yeah. And heaven speeding on its axis about the same points. Oh, this would be the most happy sight to see, my child. To have the vision of all these in a single instant. Imagine that. Like, like, first I'm off, imagine, you're getting, I'm you're getting, some, right you're getting wings and, but then yeah. you're flying up and seeing all this stuff. And, uh, to see the motionless set in motion and the invisible made visible through the things that it makes. This is the order of the cosmos. And this is, okay. This is a cool quote. Yeah. Like this it. is the order of the cosmos. And this is the cosmos of order. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> that's a cool. I that turn that so, that phrase. This is the order of the cosmos, and this is the cosmos of order. Yeah. So, I love imagine that. though being able to do that. You know, f- build the sea cosmos. Like whenever we talked about Enoch and stuff, and he's taken yeah. up into heaven and seeing you know, all how everything works or any kind of apocalyptic text. That's one of the things that happens a lot, like Isaiah or whatever, where he sees he's up in heaven and seeing how things work. Well, I was reading, I'm reading uh, one of Graham Hancock's books right now. And I I really liked, or I'm actually listening to it, but I like uh, America before. Okay. I haven't got to it yet. And so, um, one of the things I really liked about it is he was referencing on the serpent mound, and how like they were look how they were using these these primitive or not primitive but these indigenous people from before. And there's an argument to where when they come from, but they built a super mound. And I, I like this wording he used is to experience the mic the macrocosm through the microcosm. Remember that. I don't. It's like, oh, that was brilliant, Graham Hancock. He's referring to like how they were like building this 
because if they're they're they don't have they can't change the stars and the rotation of the stars and they can't alter anything but they can take those things they see up up in the sky oh and put them down here and put them down here kind of like, like a micro version like of the, the cosmos t- like the pyramids and stuff exactly to, you know as a well i guess it's kind of that hermetic thing as yeah, above so below exactly you're kind of and I, showing I, I love that that terminology that he gives and Graham Hancock, I know you're probably listening to this or watching this. So, yeah, I, I love that line of experiencing the macrocosm through the microcosm. Well, that, that was that thing that you've said where you, through the monad, you can... Understand the archangel? Yeah, or yeah. monad being an atom. Yeah, sure. Exactly. Or the smallest, smallest point. The smallest thing that makes up things, you can understand everything. Yeah. Kind of that's that's the same that's the recipe along right the there. the visible and invisible or the apparent and the inapparent if you can understand the smallest thing i mean imagine yeah they but then but this is like opening up this vision to be able to see the big thing imagine going up into space and seeing you know yeah. how it works what'd be better going up into space or just flying getting up growing some wings and just wings yeah 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 uh yeah like would that you could grow wings and fly up into the air. I like so. how in there's been a few different times now where we've seen in this hermetic um, text and this philosophy, this description of God really just thinking that he, loving humankind and, and having humans so beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. Like falling in love, in one case, even falling in love with the human. Hey, he must right? have, it must have been... So he kind of goes on yeah. that a little bit in the in the sixth verse. Here. Oh, basically. Well, oh, you, you have oh. something you want to say? Because I just, I was just gonna bust through it, but you oh, have... I was gonna say, well, so you're going. He's talking about the cosmos. He's going through these layers. He's going, yeah. He's going to the cosmos, and then he's going. Kind of talked about Earth. Earth most. You know the big the Earth most. Earth. <laughs> you know, like the these these creations, but now he's going into human. Well, he's, he's going from layer like here's the macro cosm to, to make his point. Here's yeah, a, yeah, here's yeah. a might. Here's a lesser macrocosm. Here's another cosm, you know. And then and then he's like, well, hey Tat, look. I mean, your freaking hand. Look at yeah. Look at yourself, man. Yeah. Like look how beautiful look at you are. This, yeah. <laughs> serious. It's it is. It's what he says. Yeah. Uh, and learn who it is that crafts this beautiful godlike image of mankind. Yes, yeah, I love that. So he, yeah, he's consider the human being, how the human being is crafted in the womb. So he's like, just take the simple act of procreation and the, the I mean, yeah, you know, a little baby growing in mommy's tummy. <laughs> and there's a, we'll get to another text later that actually goes into that a little bit. I mean, it, it, he's like, examine the skill of the craft work carefully. Just think about all that is going into it. And then how, yeah. What do you think about the shape of the shape of the heart? That was, that, that was, was interesting. I was like, yeah. wait, I, you, I will talk. Yeah. Okay. So he starts going into, okay, just take a few examples. Do you want to read those questions? Cause it's you we're starting from where who just, traced, just, yeah. Who, who traced? traced the line round the eyes who pierced the holes of nostrils and ears? Who opened up the mouth? Who stretched out the sinews 
and tied them down. I think the loins and the sinews. I'm like, geez, all, all these wording, right? Yeah. Who made the channels for the veins? Who hardened the bones? Who drew skin over the flesh? Who parted the fingers? Who flattened yeah. the bottoms of the feet? Who cut passages for the pores? Who stretched out the spleen? Who made the heart in the form of a pyramid? Who joined the ribs together? Who flattened the liver? Who followed? Who hollowed out the lungs? And who made the belly spacious? Yeah, so it's like, it's just like, th- take these basic things. Like, I mean, you see, okay, imagine the little fetus. He's all like, all yeah. curled up, cute you know, little, with that big guy. old, cute little yeah, you got that big head. And then all of a sudden, you know, all of a Alien sudden his little eyes start forming, you know, the lines in the eyes and the fingers. Like, I mean, the craftsmanship in that is like, just crazy. And, and the, and then, and I'm just saying the, I, the what's the, what's the woman doing? You know, she, she's it's growing in her, but she's not sitting there. You know, like oh, I'm going to do sure, this. Good point. I'm not. I, but I'm saying you're taking away but, from motherhood, Mark. <laughs> they're not doing anything, man. <laughs> no, but uh, but I'm while saying while giving, they are are yeah. giving, you know, uh, having to carry the thing, the baby. There's all this stuff going on that yeah, totally is agree. beyond their control. You know, uh, my wife said that it's almost like an alien takes over for a little bit. Yeah, you, you know, you ha- or you have an alien form, or not an alien, but a new a life living in you. you t- yeah. But it's there. There's there's this mechanics that goes suddenly starts going into it. The eyes are made, the fingers, you know, the heart, the lungs, little lungs, you know, and and uh the i just think that um the way that he he uh just brings it down to the the very that super basic level just look at yourself man you know oh and one more line i forgot this this line is interesting okay Okay. last line oh i I, who set the most honored parts in relief to make them visible but hid the shameful parts away so put the skin like it's so perfect you know yeah you don't have your outsides on the ends yeah or your insides on the outside <laughs> you're not yeah. like this 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 uh i mean base you know it's covered up with flesh so it looks nice but um oh what were you saying okay the heart of i thought that was i thought that was a cool um imagery right there i thought that was a neat imagery who who fashioned the heart in the shape of a pyramid you know it's kind of is like it a, a pyramid shape i don't i don't when know. i look at a when I look at a picture of a heart, I don't think pyramid. No, neither do I. But I think that the imagery is pretty like cyclical, you know, like maybe artistic. Like the the writer is kind of like using kind of like a form of poetry. You know, I think it's more of like a poetic, right? Like, okay. man, here we are, like, um, like the the reference to a pyramid and something. We're not even talking well, maybe, about pyramids here. Well, okay, so. Okay, and the pyramids are seen like as, as like this holy, kind of like this very mysterious, like but reverenced. In fact, the, the you know structure, and to use that poetic kind of like cyclical, like and the heart shaped as a pyramid. You know. Okay. It's like, hey, clever, clever way to throw the word pyramid in there. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, are you stretching a little bit there? But well, or. If it's talking about the form of a pyramid, maybe the pyramids had a greater function than just being some 
big burial tomb. That's that is the key to this whole thing right here. I don't no. know. No, so I don't. Know. We don't. Who knows? But it. it at the well, very have least, you ever listened to that? There's this thing on Tesla. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. With the, the underground rivers and stuff, and yeah. that. Anyway, I don't know. But there's there's all kinds of speculation about a lot that. Of pyramid but, lore. But there. but anyway, but I mean, even without that whole that, I mean, I'm just saying, like, just think of the. The, all the mechanics, the craftsmanship, and everything that it takes just to create one human being. Yeah, and I'm, and after all of that, you're gonna say that you haven't seen, you can't see God. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like it, it's, it's manifest. Almost, it's almost a rebuke. Like it's yeah, like you, it's yeah. It's like guess it's manifest. The visible manifests the invisible. Now it makes sense. Yeah, it's like if you if you really. If instead of taking advantage of just oh well this is just the way it is if you're thinking about the things you see and really contem- contemplating because mm-hmm. I, I think I'm always saying contemplating uh, are, <laughs> anyway. are you are you are you slipping an M in there yeah contemplating anyway um, I didn't notice Mark well I have whenever I've listened to these okay. <laughs> but uh, so. I mean, the things are right in front of your face, basically. That's that's where it kind of yeah. Like he start he makes such a I think such a good case that you're like, okay, maybe there is a little more to it than than and exactly. And from what I took from this book, that's pretty much like the main top. That's the main point of this whole entire of number five here. Yeah, is like, hey, God's right. God's right there in front of you. Yeah, without even going crazy and what without getting into like some super mysterious i don't know if if metaphysics i don't even know if i know what that term totally means but without using some woo woo blah sure, blah sure. he's just like hey look around you and that puts a different perspective on something sometimes um people when they're trying to like describe their version of god they kind of explain as like god's everywhere and that's not something that's a a lot of some a lot of people don't can't don't can't like take that like yeah you're uh, just like what 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 does that even mean yeah I no mean, that's, this is that's a good explanation true. to like, like what this, wait he's everywhere he's all what does that mean and Austin here's yeah, what it means yeah yeah here's I, what I'm talking this about. is more approachable for me if I'm gonna be saying that God's everywhere like I don't think that I, I don't think that the in my ter- interpretation I mean, Hermes isn't saying yeah God is literally Everything that you see is God. I mean, because he does say that in another, in another place, but they don't. But, I know, but whenever you look at it in this term, it makes yeah, more sense. It's just like, hey, well, that's why that's why you want to. Yeah, people, you know what? That's a, that's one of the problems with those. What are they called? Where they're just common usage, cliche. Sure, I think yeah, cliches that's, that's where it's like sense. well. It's just common. It becomes common thing, and without explaining it. And this, I think he make he just makes such a good point. Yeah. See, so okay, let's move on to. Um, so I for that one, the wonder of the craftsmanship of human life. Yeah, good, good summary there. Craftsmanship. I mean, such craftsmanship. I mean, dude, he didn't even talk about these biceps I have here. Yeah, he didn't even mention that. <laughs> or the the the. 
uh, craftsmanship to make a nose this big and to have it not collapse on itself. Oh, come on, Mark. <laughs> I always talk to my wife about that. I'm like, that That was some substantial, like, you know, crap. Anyway. He did He did mention me. He mentioned the, uh, he said, um, what do you say? Oh, who made the belly so spacious? <laughs> the belly so There it is. The belly so spacious. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, and um, so let's go on to seven. Um, what I have seven. written. Seven. Verse seven. Jeez, I'm way past that. What do you mean? We were just reading right oh, there. No, I'm not. I'm on seven. Yeah, I just wrote, how much work went into everything? Um, how is it possible to be just random is my summary of it. Yeah. So let me, uh, I'll read what uh, I have highlighted. See how many skills have been applied to the same, to the same single material. How many labors within the compass of a single work? All of them exquisite things. All finely measured. Yet all different who made them all he's like think about that that how much work has gone into one one thing yeah. i mean like like we just went through with a human like that's one human being think about all the thought it took or all the all the work it took and, and you're it, just gonna say mm, yeah you just have just so normal it's just so normal yeah so uh so does mundane to us. So it says, what sort of mother or what sort of father, if not the invisible God who crafted them all by, by his own will. And then in eight, he oh, asked, this is where it's cool. Yeah. Go for and eight, it. he basically says like, Hey, how long, how well, often you, have you seen a sculpture that? Yeah. Was, read it. Read it. Okay. Yeah. You want me to paraphrase I, it? No, I like, I like the way he wrote it. No it's one, actually pretty clear. No one know. claims that a statue or a picture, like one of the Cypress trees. Yeah, Brandon's Or a picture has been produced unless there is a sculptor or a painter. Has this craft work been produced without a craftsman then? Oh, how full of blindness and how full of irreverence and how full of ignorance. Tat, my child, never deprived the crafts work, the craft works of their craftsmen. Or mm -hmm. rather, he is stronger even... And then there's, I don't know what that means. So great is the father of all. So great is the father yeah, of all. Yeah, I think a lot of times you can skip those. Yeah, well, I would refer to like a little bracket that I wasn't sure if I should read that part or not. Yeah, I think that's added. So great is the father of all. Surely it is he who alone who works it to be a father. Whose work it is to be a father. Okay. Yeah, that was pretty cool, right? Yeah. And He's I, like, I like that. Okay, statues don't make themselves. And like, I like Paintings the, don't paint themselves. Like, never deprive a craftsman of his never deprive the craft works of their craftsmen that's uh, that's pretty cool craft work dude yeah. the band he's talking about the what craft work the band have you ever heard no craft i don't have heard we should play oh. that next play that next time no but i i i, I kind of early, I did a... early electronic band were they like oh, like man. from the 70s they were like the first they're pretty I'll, I'll they, just, they're pretty I'll good try them out yeah it's with the k craft work oh yeah okay but that's, German. that's a good that I, I appreciated that. Yeah. Like hey. Yeah. Almost like almost like a little like, rebuke. Like don't re like, like don't here, take away the craft. Yeah. Don't yeah. Don't say somebody else made this. Yeah. yeah. He's like, okay, I made my point, but guess what? I'm gonna 
push it a little more. It's kind of like make it burn. There, there's that saying, and and I get, and it can it can be true, and I'm not, you know, uh, but they're like, well, you can give monkey a typewriter, and he, if for billions of years he'll write Shakespeare, or at one point if he's just hitting keys, eventually he'll produce a Shakespearean play, like random. That's yeah. ra- that's that's the thing about randomness is just eventually there's odds are that somehow he's going to do that, I guess, but sure. But, and, and I, if I you believe that, that that's fine. But, but he, he's saying here, Hey, you know, better tat, you know, better tat, tat, come on. Tat. I, well, I'm not going to say it right now. Okay. Okay. I get, Is this I get about on, the painting? Yeah. No, no, no. So, um, let's see. We're done with we're done with that. Little... Okay. Well, okay. So now he's like, okay, this is. Oh yeah. If he, the I don't more know. Da- if we mention the more daring part, if he's yeah, like, he's like, I'm gonna go even further. You think I've already burnt? Yeah. Like, you think I've proved this? No. <laughs> if you force me to say something still more daring. It is, and then it's talking about God. It yeah. is His essence, and He, you know, God's essence to be pregnant with all things and to make them. I mean, He says, as it is impossible for anything to be produced without a Maker, so also it is impossible for this Maker to exist always unless He is always making everything. He's just saying that is just God's nature. That's what he he's does. He's just a he's maker. Just, he's just making things. He's a tinkerer. Yeah. He's a... That's a, the, the term often sometimes uses the architect, right? He's just always creating. Yeah. Um. And uh, actually, the uh, I, I found something, and I think they might might talk about it in the footnotes. Actually, I have it on my phone. Um, there's the first, the first big god in Egypt. The first big god? Um, let me get his name. He was the, the god of the Nile. He was the oh, first okay. one that was worshipped before uh, Osiris. Okay. You know, or I'm interested, Amen. I'm interested in this. Um, but this, this is... Uh, his name is... Okay. Kanum. Oh. I was going to... Kanun. Kanum. Kanum. Canoe. Let's call him Canoe. I don't know this one. Okay. So this is. So I'm saying, that, but what he's talking about, this craftsmanship and stuff, is actually something that goes back. And this is part of the things where they're like, actually, these this does go back to yeah. Egyptian stuff. You know, this. But, uh, and uh, this is a hymn to Canoe. Canoe. If I'm even saying it right. But to Canoe, who sits at the potter's wheel. I offer my praise, O oh, ancient self-created one who ruled at Elephant, Elephantine. Oh, That's yeah. what that was his his place. River master, high of plumes. Yours is the stone within the earth. Okay, let's let's get to the the builder, a friend of the crafter, the builder, the miner. Yours is the work of the artisan, O oh, granter of resources. Wait, where am I getting to? It's beautiful, though. With your blessings of body and breath, our worth and our substance are within us, unique and innate. O shaper of humanity who molds us, 
one by one, from clay, each fashioned with art and with care, water-bearer, father of fathers, you of the rippling horn, for our lives and our existence, we thank you. So anyway, as I, I thought, I, I it was the last part I wanted to get to. Not that I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start reciting that at the dinner table. Shaper of humanity, who molds us one by one. <laughs> anyway, but it's going with that. Yeah. And uh, but okay, the interesting thing and about this, he mold he molds them with clay, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Well, I'm just kind of like, okay, in the Bible, how sure. does how does how does God mold? Yeah, clay. He uses clay to make man. Yeah, you know, of the earth. And I'm like, oh wait, this is and they, this is the first big God, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in in the old e- Egypt. Man, there there's a lot of coincidence there, and how similar those are. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh well, that was okay. Not leftover, but that was something that they both believed. Let's sure. just say they both believed. Yeah, we don't even have to say this person took this or that. Sure, no one stole anything. They both, they both, they just. Yeah, it's it's you can still find that same belief in the in the the writings of the of Genesis or whatever. Yeah, yeah, tons of creation stories have that very similar uh, uh, cr- creator, you know, um, concept. <sighs> Yeah, but for he our, was a uh, thumbnail for this video or in this episode. We should do like that, that William Blake painting with a god who's like more of like an architect building. Okay. Side note. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I know that one. Call us there. out. Call us out somewhere in some comments somewhere. That uh, if we don't do that. Yeah. Actually, I haven't even. We need to post our yeah, other call ones us on out, YouTube. Man. Don't even wait. Anyway, so. So we're kind of, uh, so anyway, that was an aside to talk about this craftsman, but he was a potter. Yeah. A Harry Potter. Oh, get it? (laughs) (laughs) No, but I'm saying the clay thing, you know, that he was a potter and so it came anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I totally knew what you meant. (laughs) But then I put in the Harry Potter. Is that where J.K. Rowling got her inspiration? Yeah, reading. The- anyway, so now he he goes into. I think the point's been made, man. It has. Do you want to? I mean, because Tan's like God is greater than any name. God invisible and entirely visible. You know, he's summing up bodiless, many bodies. He's all bodied. Nothing he is not. Okay. Anyway, we can. But I like the end. He does a hymn. Yes, that's right. It's right. And this, uh, I or he's like, I want to sing a hymn. Yeah. But I like the way he he kind of d- says, but what? How am I going to do this? Um, for what shall I sing the hymn? L- read that from, if you want. I don't want to, Mark. From what? Like, no thanks. <laughs> I don't want From to. what shall I? Yeah, so for what shall I sing the hymn? For what you have made or what you have not made? No. Yeah. Keep yeah. it. And for what you have not made? For what you have made visible or what you have kept hidden? And wherefore shall I sing the hymn to you? For being something that is part of me? 
or has a special property, or is it something apart? For you are whatever I am, you are whatever I make, and you are whatever I say. You are everything, and there is nothing else that what is not, you are as well. Okay. You are all that has come to be. You are what has kept, and you are what has not come to be. You are the mind who understands, the Father who makes his craft work, the God who acts, the God who makes all things. Yeah, I like, I just like, he's like, what am I going to even sing about? Because do I want to sing about the things you make? Or do I want to sing about the things that you didn't make? Or I, that you were smart enough not to make? I don't like how you like forced, dragons. Mark, I don't like how you forced me to read that. Felt kind of like, you forced me to read that last part. What last part? <laughs> that was a horrible <laughs> joke. That was good. I, I just like that. Like, our, Can I be honest? As I think I kind of like just brushed past that last part. I was like, I got, I understand. And I just That's why it. I said, Brandon, read that. No, but I, I just like, what do I even sing about? Because, I mean, there's so much to it. But, and then there's things that weren't done. And, but I can sing to those things yeah, too. Yeah, what can you like, possibly do? Like, I, just what? Yeah. Just watch what the you stream. made, not made. What's visible, what's kept hidden. What's part of me or what's not part of me. And I'm gonna I sing I sing t- praises to it all. I'm gonna insert something here that I'm gonna take the liberty here of saying Brandon of pushing, daring. I'm gonna Are do you the daring. Yeah, Wait, what did I'm you gonna, say? I'm gonna take the liberty something here. Something still more daring. I'm gonna take the liberty here of going one step further. <laughs> oh great. Is that what he's doing? Oh, I thought you were gonna say so. I no, thought you were winding have, up to say something, something to say. crazy. I have, go, I have enough daring in me to go one step further. You're gonna take it further what than that. What kind him? of hymn can I possibly sing? You know, like, like what can words actually really do here? You know, words can't do anything. That's what he. Yeah. Yeah, words can't do anything here. It's like just like. Take care of this mi- microcosmos and macrocosmos that you see. Mm-hmm. Like, just take care of it. Respect it. Yeah, respect it all. Be a craftsman yourself and follow and build and build things, and continue the craft. Right? Yeah, that's that's the biggest respect. Forget words of a hymn. The biggest respect is just like is action. Yeah, that's the higher level right there. Forget words. Less words. Like that poem, remember that poem I wrote that one time? Yeah. Less words, more action. Was that the Seven Gods? Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one I, is that the one I read on here? Yeah, but I don't think that's any... No, the, the right before the end, the gods said, hey, uh, basically in paraphrase, shush, you're saying too much. You should say less words. Oh, say less, do yeah. more. Yep, yep, yep. That was profound. Right? That, that Wasn't that profound? You know what? But that's that's... <laughs> Actually, that is profound because now oh. you're saying that God doesn't isn't manifesting himself through words. You know, he's he's doing it through he's manifest through the actions or the things he's done. Yeah, Brandon, it's deep, dude. You took it to the level. I took I took it up. Hermes Hermes kind of like went like four or five layers deep. I went one one layer deeper there. Like whoa whoa, I doubled to get double dog daring. I double dog dare you, <laughs> Brandon. To, take that, Hermes. You've been outdone. 
by one of your apprentices. Should we do six right now? Or should we uh, do six in the next one? Um, how what what time are we at? Fifty-eight. Um, should we ask our listeners? Uh, yeah, but they never should, they uh... never respond. <laughs> so I don't know. I'm trying to think what we have for six. Um, God is God alone. I'm just gonna give you a clue, Mark. I don't have anything for six. Oh, other than what the title. I wrote down a bunch of stuff. I can give you a paraphrase. I can give you my biggest paraphrase. But if you want, if you have content, let's go for Here, it. Here, well, the next one is God is God alone, and this God one is good alone. God no. is good. Yeah, I put God is God alone. Oh, good is in God alone. Okay. Yeah. So, I just put the good is okay. No, yeah, let's. I don't know about this one. I it's think. Tuffy. The the main thing, I mean, he's, yeah, yeah, I don't know about this one. This one doesn't have much to it. Just understand that God, okay, okay. All good is from God. Yeah, that, okay, God lacks for nothing, so... He longs for He nothing. doesn't long for anything. That's the best part of the whole thing, probably. Nothing can be lost to him, so yeah. guess what? He's not going to grieve for his loss. Yeah. Nothing is stronger, so there's no adversary. Nothing more beautiful, so there's no cause for desire from him. Nothing is unheeding, so no cause for anger. Yeah. Everything obeys his will. Nothing is wiser, so there's no cause for jealousy. That's basically like God's, you know, he's the, he, there's no re. why would, He's above all those things. Yeah, that's this. That this one's the, not quite as, as strong of a case as I I felt that he made in the other one. Yeah, I the in the Timoth in the Frecky and Gandhi version, uh-huh. they actually pay some good respect to this concept. Oh dang! Yeah, we should maybe we should should look into that a little. But it's basically you pair. You just said it right now. Like, okay. Hey, Hey, he lacks for he lacks for nothing. So yeah, he doesn't long for anything either. I think one of the thing one of the point one of the things that actually I did mark in here um, was in verse three, and this is again in the sixth one that the good is in God alone and nowhere else. Okay, where he's like with reference to humanity. One uses the term good in comparison to evil, right? So we're using the term good only in comparison to the term evil. Yeah. With humanity. It's so here below the evil that is not excessive is the good, right? And the good is the least amount of evil here below. So good is we don't even have like an entire concept of good. No, no, we kind of everything is good. We're like, well, it's not, it's not horrible. I had yeah, this, I had this discussion with my wife just last night. Well, then, basically, like you name someone who think about someone right now that you name name five people that are not a, that are not a good guy, and you, you can't say Hitler in that list. Dang, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang it. Everybody gets like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. You know? I'd, I'd have a Because to a certain point, everybody is like, 
I mean, and we look at the we we try we do good. I mean, every what is what is good, right? Yeah. Well, everybody's good. I'm a good yeah, good guy. he's a nice he's a guy, guy. You know, okay, yeah. He, he, there's I I don't like talking to you know the word whatever, but he's fine. He's he's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so the so base I guess the basic idea is that down here our our idea of good is kind of warped because basically good is the lack of evil. Yeah. Or or if not, not if they're not Hitler, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's not always true. Sometimes people liken you know, people make them evil even if they're not, but Sure. Uh, a little extreme, but yeah. and they, oh, this one's to Asclepius, by the way, one of his other initiates, Asclepius. Hermes. But uh, okay, let me read. Uh, the only the name of the good exists among mankind, never the fact. So you know, you can say somebody's good. You can say, you know what? That's the thing. Th- take the good though. Who's who's a good guy? I mean, let's we don't have to name names. Think yeah. of somebody that you think that was a good guy. But guess what? There's always dirt. Yeah, sure. And we yeah, there's always dirt. You know, I mean, you can think of the best guy, and there's always something. And uh, like you have tons of dirt on me, Mark. Right? Brand is the only pure one. There's no dirt, except for he 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 loves Mountain Dew. <laughs> But, uh, that's not a bad thing. <laughs> like, what's wrong with that? Well, Brandon. But the dews on the mountain. What, what's that scripture? You're like, it's in the scriptures. But, uh, okay, this is the worst of all. Oh, there's the worst of all here below. All right, here's the worst of all. They believe in each of the things that I have just mentioned as the greatest good when actually it is insufferable evil. So, Okay, down yeah, down here that. below. Sufferable evil. Okay, down here below. Ooh, that's deep. Like this was an interesting thing. Okay, so humanity's term "good" is used in comparison to evil, you know. Yeah. But but even people think vice, sufferings, pains, longings, angry feelings, delusions, mindlessness, opinion, mindless opinions. That's the best right there. Mindless are opinions. actually I hate mindless opinions. That's what we all I know, and we all have them. I I have so many mindless opinions; it's ridiculous. Like I'm like, wait, why do I think that? Why do I? Why did? Why do I believe even 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 like politically or Don't something? Don't be so hard on yourself. No, Mark. no, but I'm saying. I'm, yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying. I, but I'm saying We're fools. But uh, yeah. <laughs> people people are taking their mindless opinions and they're acting like that is the good. Oh well. Oh, this is this the political person you like? No, this is the political person I like, and I'm right. Well, everybody and their dog has like some special way they think, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, now we're starting to be really. Not, Mark, should we cut this off? Are we starting to become like, like too critical here? No, I love humans. No, I love no. People. I love. People. Hey, we're we're just quoting. No, we're quoting. Uh, oh, this is not this us. Hermes. This is Hermes. This is a, yeah, this is not us. This is on him. <laughs> but I'm saying, but think about it. People think to suffer is great. Is good a uh, good? Their suffering makes them good. People sure. think that their pains make them good yeah, or righteous. Like People think their longings. Oh, I you know oh, he's been suffering. Their so angry, long. their angry feelings are making them good. Like 
I, the passion, you know, yeah, passion. passion. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Their delusions, their mindless opinion, like we just talked about, they're actually to be believed to be the greatest good on earth. And we can see that if you look in society yeah, around, yeah, totally. there are, you're like, wait, no, we think good is good. And, but whenever you take this, you're like, actually, a sheep. Yeah. Not sheep. Other, all those, you know, all those sheep. All us sheep, not those, Brandon. Let's not get at, we're, we're not, we're, we're not separated from that. And that's the problem. Cause I'm, like I said, those mindless opinions, I have so many, it's ridiculous. Oh, you need to so, okay. Be a little, be a little more fair to yourself. Mark. Well, n- no, but I'm saying you're raised no, I'm up. playing the devil's advocate. Come uh, on, come on. You know oh, you know what? You're right, Brandon. These are good things. So, okay, I, I thought of something I got to say, but I'll say it after okay. we go. No, okay. It says, uh, and then we'll kind of sum at the end. If you can understand God, you will understand the beautiful and the good, the exceedingly bright, whose brightness God surpasses. Okay. Here's got the, something. I got the, I got the, the Gosling's, the oh, Gosling's birds and the Dr. Peppers now. Ooh, I got good. the Peppers. That's a brutal mixture there. Only one road travels from here to the beautiful. I love that. Guess one. what that is? I, I this is cool too, and it, it probably has some kind. Okay, so this is the road that travels from here to the beautiful. Reverence combined with knowledge. Yeah, I think if you're gonna if, a humble heart. That's the thing is like if you were to ask that question. So we're doing this is the Corpus Hermeticum, right? Yeah. If you were to say that line, and this was coming from like more of a if this was coming from like a Greek standpoint, then the answer would be philosophy, right? Like, what's the what's the road? Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm reasoning. Yeah, yeah, I've reasoned through it. Yeah, but I like, like this reverence or this humbleness with philosophy yeah. or with knowledge, with gnosis, yeah. Gnostic deluge. Oh my gosh, it's all those circles coming. Flood of knowledge, three sixty right there. I've been listening to a lot of conspiracy things, and they're so ridiculous whenever they're... Oh, I can't wait to hear about some of these. No, they're... Oh, really? Well, no, I'm just saying some people are so ridiculous. We were talking about that earlier. But but I'm saying, so one road from, travels from here to, to the beautiful or to you know, the good. Reverence combined with knowledge. So you got to... You can't be... Anyway, that's interesting. Reverence mingled with knowledge. Mingled with scripture. <laughs> okay and then and then, and then the so he, that's that is a cool phrase but mankind has been overrun by every evil and he believes that evil is good so just just keep that in mind that's kind of that's biblical right then like that's one yeah. of the prophecies from like i think like isaiah gave this one and it, you can find it this theme on and off well and uh yeah where is it they're called called good, good evil. evil and evil good or is it the Daughters of Zion kind of all thing? Over the, it's all over the place. Yeah, where they're they're perverting, you know, all these things are being perverted and turned yeah, it's and, all over and the place. from their natural whatever, you know. Yeah, it's and all over. Yeah, it's I very I think I might biblical. have accidentally kicked the camera. Sorry about that. If that, if that, if that bumps. Oh, God. So. That takes me back to our first episode. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I liked that one. Right at the beginning. So one of the things I just wanted to say, it's one of my biggest appreciations for what this is so far, is... We just had, we just, there was just this, uh, d- this dialogue to Asclepius, this, 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 this text 
was just talking about good, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 good and evil. Yeah. And there was no reference to Beelzebub, Beelzebub, or 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 Azazel or Satan. You know, mm-hmm. there was no there was no scapegoat. It's just like hey. And that's what I I really appreciated from this from these. Uh, I'm gonna sneeze. Hopefully, if I, the fact that I said it means I won't. But Brandon, that's what I really appreciated. I, it's done. I I said it. That was it. I, no, no, I didn't sneeze. My my mind Some overpowered sneeze. it. Whoa, dude! I really Powerful appreciate mind. that. This whole time, I've been like, you know what? There was no reference to any kind of scapegoat. There's yeah. no blame. We're not. I I I. One of the most disenchanting things from the Western culture religious perspective that i've gotten so far that really burns me this burns me right can i mention this real quick this burns yeah. me yeah, it's yeah. how everybody's so quick to blame the bad on some satan devil beelzebub yeah. bell figure right they like there's hey. always like somebody to blame hey brandon yeah go ahead what's up mark he's got you dude <laughs> he's got you in his his biggest his greatest uh, deceit a... is to make you <laughs> to make you think that, it's... that he doesn't even exist dude he's got you right now chained <laughs> keep going I'm just that's joking. all I got man that's that's all no but I, it is refreshing because it's just like hey it, it was like the other thing with the the, the reason in the mind it's like well, why doesn't everybody get it? Because they haven't thought hard enough for it. Yeah. You know, why doesn't everybody see God? Why? Because guess what? They have they they haven't they they snooze, they lose, they're man. looking right past him. No, they're looking right past him. Yeah. There's they're what's the saying? This the forest they're missing the forest for the trees. Oh yeah, that's a good one. You know? But but yeah, I, I do appreciate that too because it's like there's not some evil guy going around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yes. You know, and he's sharpening his pitchfork. But, I mean, at least in the hermetic. and I'm, Or whatever, you know. I'm going to get him, you know. Yeah. Because it's just part It's just part of life. And guess what? It can be overcome. You don't need to. And it, it doesn't. it's not going to help them. It, guess what? So your sufferings, what? your pains, you know, the devil making yeah. you do it. Yeah. They, those things... Out. Yeah, get those out. Well, that you, can't, was good... you can't point to something else. So actually, it was pretty good. Yeah, that was good. That that text was actually a little bit better than I previously thought. Well, there was there was something in it. There was some know? gems in there. But okay, yeah. so uh, well, um, so those are the the two. Do you want to? We're gonna stop have, we're gonna then... have a two hour episode if we don't stop. So we'll we'll stop I, we'll this one. And... Yeah, we'll do the the next one, which is. I think there'll be plenty to talk about for at I think least so. 30, 30 I think so 40 too. minutes. You know, it's only the next. <laughs> this is so funny. This is the shortest of all. It's one page. Like if we're you, gonna do if this you can one see right that, here. it's yeah. like two paragraphs. But the greatest evil I just in mankind is ignorance so, concerning God. Okay, so anyway, we're we're wrapping this one up. Thanks for tuning in, and um, we'll. Uh, We'll be moving on to the next one. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Bye.